This is On the Block with Stricken Bach. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big 8 tournament champion. 93-7 a ticket veteran and Creed stand, Jake Bakoven. I love that band, Creed. Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. This is On the Block with Stricken Bob. Hold up. Welcome back on the block. I'm E. Strick, and that is my partner, Jake Bakovin. Thank you for joining us tonight. We're on the second hour of On the Block with Stricken Bach. We're going to talk NFL football right now. Bach, you ready? Oh, I'm ready for some more playoff action. Wildcard weekend had me uh, had me licking at my chops for some more playoff football. It's the crazy thing about it is Super Wildcard weekend. Not that it didn't produce any significant upsets over the over the time, other than the Cowboys. But <laughs> we won't go into that one right now. We probably have some <laughs> good Cowboy fans out here listening. But it did set the table for the divisional rounds and some potential historical greatness. Why? Ooh, excuse me. Why do we ask? Bach, you ready? I'm ready. Because you have matchups between Josh Allen versus Patrick Mahomes. You have Aaron Donald versus Tom Brady. You have Kyle Shanahan versus Aaron Rodgers. And you have Joe Burrow versus the top-seeded Tennessee Titans. So we've been watching football. We've been excited about these, these playoffs. It is looking like it's going to be a very compelling NFL season in the finals as far as the playoffs are concerned there's only eight teams left to go it's about to go down this weekend starting with some wonderful games we'll get into them right now uh we'll talk about saturday january 22nd we have the cincinnati Bengals at the tennessee titans at 2 30 on cbs the titans are expected to get their super running back derrick henry back who they say is looking like big Big Debo, big swole right now, and they'll get a big boost into their offense. It's going to be a tremendous shootout, and I think personally that the home team will have the edge in this particular classic. What do you think about this single, uh, the Cincinnati Bengals and Tennessee Titans uh, competition this weekend? Well, I'm ex- I'm excited to see it. I think of, of the of the games, it might kind of get lost. It doesn't have the brand names um, as maybe the Packers or you know Tom Brady carrying it. The Chiefs, obviously, with Patrick Mahomes. Those t- kind of other games are maybe m- maybe it be the least exciting game, but it's still pretty darn exciting, especially uh, if you follow Zach Taylor. Of course, the Bengals coach, former Husker uh, quarterback, huge victory for the Bengals last year, first playoff victory uh, since 1991, I believe. Uh, and and the Titans, the number one seed, that kind of gets over look because of Derrick Henry, but they did pretty well without him. And that's what I'm interested to see is Deontay Foreman, kind of the, the former Texas running back, uh, had uh, nearly 500, maybe nearly 600 yards uh, in the absence of Derrick Henry. So how much are we going to see Henry? Is he is he full strength? Is he just kind of kind of getting back to it? Um, you know, I, I think that either way, you feel pretty good about the way they've been playing, and Deontay Foreman is a capable backup, but nobody's Derrick Henry. So obviously they're going to be lifted quite a bit if he's full go, if you can get you know, 2025 carries out of him, uh, go back to that game plan. That's the Tennessee Titans that are dangerous. Um, this, this other kind of version minus 
you know, without him are, are dangerous as well. I mean, they've done well, but you, you don't see them making a complete playoff run without their star and the central focus point of their of their offense. So I, I think that he's got a shot, um, but I do I do love the connection between Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. Uh, much has been made about the fact that Burrow will say the same thing he did at LSU. If you if you have one-on-one coverage with Chase, I'm throwing it up to the 21-year-old because he usually comes down with it. Uh, and that's what they're going to go for again. Jamar Chase, 1,455 yards, 13 touchdowns for a 21-year-old in the league. That is huge. I mean, that that is a great connection we'll see from years down the line. Now they just kind of got to build around those guys in Cincinnati. Maybe I'm buying into the hype a little bit much. It's the number one seed. I probably shouldn't do it, but I got Zach Taylor fever. I'm hoping the Bengals get the win. I'll be cheering for him, and I can see it happening because I don't think the Titans, like I said, are necessarily at full strength. They're looking to get there, but is Derrick Henry going to be back 100% healthy? I'm not sure. Because of those doubts, I go with the Bengals. All right, so you're rolling with the Bengals. I am going to say the Titans is going to win this game. I think it's going to be pretty close. I'm going with 34-28. I think they're going to pull it out. The next game we have is a hot one, is a hot one. This is a classic rivalry right here going on with the San Francisco 49ers at the frozen tundra of Green Bay, the Packers at 615 on Fox. So the temptation... The temptation is to look upset right here, especially after the way the 49ers have finished their season with the wonderful comeback win and also uh, the big win uh, in, in the wild card weekend, the big upset, the only upset. But me personally, I've got a little thing that gives me a little hesitation on my temptation but what do you think about this, and who do you think the outcome will turn out to be? Well, like you said, it's a helmets game. It's it's a beautiful game between two historic franchises, uh, and in kind of uh, it's basically a well-run franchise with the 49ers without uh, a whole lot of, of star piece. Of course, Debo Samuel, one of the most versatile players in the league. I should just say, kind of without their quarterback piece in play uh, against a franchise that is always arguing amongst itself, a lot of internal problems there. But Matt Lafleur has been able to to guide. The, the ship the right way they've of course had problems in the playoffs before with him um but Aaron Rodgers is always going to give you an opportunity there and uh, and it's a little bit different to play at Lambeau Stadium than it is uh on the west coast though San Francisco gets pretty chilly around this time of year too so maybe not quite as big of a deal but either way I I I I, I think this game uh usually if I if I if I can't make a decision I come down to the quarterback and that's why I'll probably go with the Packers and Rodgers um but Nick Bosa is back in this game um that will be big, uh, and, and they just—they're they're a well. I just—I I think they're a pretty complete team. The 49ers just are a well-run franchise. I've been saying it for years, um, and and without a quarterback, I mean, they have two maybes there, right? Uh, Jimmy G. Maybe if if you if you make another playoff run, it'd be hard to bench him. But they have Trey Lance there, and and is he the future? You know, coming over from FCS football, we don't really know. What I do know is Debo Samuel will give you headaches because uh, he can run the ball. He ran the ball for five touchdowns this year. Uh, caught uh, fourteen more than fourteen hundred yards receiving. He's the key to sh- shutting down on that offense for the 49ers. Uh, but ultimately, I have to go with Packers and Aaron Rodgers because uh, I've, I, my my pick every year is for the Packers to lose in the NFC Championship because they always do it. So they've got one more victory, one more <laughs> obstacle to get to before they can lose the NFC Championship, and that's the Niners. So I'll pick the Pack. I think that is um, – I'm going to roll with you on that one as well. I think my hesitation in the temptation has to do with the play, the up-and-down play, the inconsistent play of Jimmy Garoppolo – 
Um, I'm just a little uncertain and sure, especially after what I saw uh, during that Cowboys game when that game should have been over. And then all of a sudden they, they're sniffing it. They're getting a smell. And uh, there was some Jimmy, <laughs> some Jimmy fever out there. And so uh, I think I'm going to roll with the Packers. I think they may get it done. I think I don't think they're going to blow them out, but I think it's a 28-20 potential win there for the Pack. Next game, we're going to roll over, and we're going to look into Sunday on the 23rd of January. We have the LA Rams at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at 1 p.m. on NBC. You've got to look at this particular game, and I think it's going to be a doozy. What is your thoughts on this matchup for Sunday? Yeah, I'd have to say, I mean, the Sunday is just loaded. Obviously, the next matchup we'll talk about in this game are probably the ones that you look forward to most this weekend. Um, the Rams uh, just really looked good at the end of the season, ended up being the best team in the NFC West, which is a pretty good division. We know the Buccaneers a little bit banged up coming into this game, um, but they, they, they have the pieces. I mean, they, they, I love the Rams because they're Hollywood. I mean, they'll go out there and, and sign the Vaughn Millers and the Jalen Ramseys and the Odell Beckham Juniors, and so they're just kind of a fun team to watch. But the biggest difference has, of course, been Matthew Stafford and and Cooper Cup, who is, is all of a sudden the best receiver in the league. Um, the first receiver, I think, since Steve Smith in the mid-2000s to lead the league in receiving yardage, um, receiving touchdowns, and receptions. So he's big. A lot of focus now on Odell Beckham Jr. as he's kind of revived his career out there in L.A. Um, has six touchdowns with them since joining the team. Didn't have any in Cleveland. Still not a 100-yard game in a Rams uniform, though. So Cooper Cup's still the primary target out there for Matthew Stafford. Um, Matthew Stafford just got his first playoff win, um, and of course, Tom Brady's team's a little bit beat up, but it, it's always hard to pick against Tom Brady. Like I said, they're, they're without some of their weapons, but they did a pretty good job, like the Rams, in getting short-term deals done, including with uh, former Huskers that we know and love in Dominican Sioux and, and Levante David, and bringing back a big you know, that pretty much the whole crew coming back to try to defend that title. And here they are. Both of them had, had great years. Um, but, uh, you know, this one, it could be the upset. And I'm, I'm excited. I've been thinking the Rams could do it all year long, um, be the team to knock off the Bucks. And you know what? Just as I'm talking, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I'll go ahead and, and give the Rams the win, the upset victory. Um, and uh, and the, the Bucks championship de- defense comes to a fault. Man, I, you know, Tom Brady and the, you know, I think sometimes when you look at the the this factor, it could be a factor. But I think with the loss of some of their weapons, uh, you know, being that they lost to the Rams in week three, 34 to 24, and now they've got them at home for revenge factor. I think those things do sometimes play out. I just think with the missing of some of their weapons, um, I, I just don't know if if Brady with the dink and dump and finding Gronkowski and, and all of that. I just think that Jalen Ramsey and that, that defensive back core, and then, you know, knowing that you got a scheme for Cooper cup, and then you've got, you know, tremendous weapons in ODB, you know, uh, the old dirty bastard, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just don't know, man. I just, I just, I, I've got to go with you, man. I think the Rams are going to pull it out, man. Maybe 27 to 24. And that'd yeah, be a bit, bit too bad if they do, because I do want to see Rodgers in and in, in Brady, obviously, for the right to go to the Super Bowl. Um, so I'm still torn on who I'll cheer for. But you know, Sue is also an interesting. You know, he he's been on both sides of, of that team, so it's kind of cool for him to play. Uh, you know, that kind of game. So that'll be fun. But again, you know, Sue's in the latter half of his career. Aaron Donald very much in his prime. So I just kind of like the the Rams overall with the beat up Bucks team. 
Yeah, with the beat-up Bucks, Aaron Donald, who is an absolute beast, and and just what they've got on that defensive side, I just don't, I just don't think they'll be able to to do it enough. But we'll see. Rounding out the division for the weekend is at four thirty on CBS. The Buffalo Bills against the Kansas City Chiefs in KC. Both of these teams were very impressive in the wild card. Uh, the Chiefs are now at home, but they have <laughs> something that tells me that Josh Allen is not satisfied. And he's going to look to go get this win on the road. What do you think about this matchup on Sunday? Yeah, I love the matchup. This is probably the one that I'm ultimately looking forward to the most. Um, Nelly will be performing halftime, so it'll be very Kansas City-like. It'll be a lot of fun there. Um, but more importantly is obviously the action on the field. Uh, I believe Willie Gay, the Kansas City linebacker who got into some legal trouble uh, this past week, is set to play, so you're not down a player there at least. Um, but a lot of people, when you think about the tight ends in this game, you know these are both offenses that use those tight ends and Travis Kelsey one of the best of all time and certainly one of the best in the league but you got to start paying attention to Dawson Knox over there for Buffalo he had three receptions for 117 yards and a touchdown in the win against Kansas City earlier in the year in week five and then uh, and also tied for the NFL lead this year with nine receiving touchdowns he's a big red zone threat had that unbelievable catch the first touchdown I believe for the Bills this past weekend in wildcard weekend and then of course had 89 yards and two touchdowns in that victory against New England and he's 6'4", 250. He's he's perfect kind of modern-day tight end that you're looking for and, and maybe a little bit underwhelming. Also, Deshaun Jackson over there for the Bills. He's always good for a big player, too. Obviously, Stephon Diggs out there. We know, I mean, both these teams have a lot of weapons. Uh, it's just that it feels like that step-up game for Josh Allen. He can kind of rise in the rank of, you know, up-and-coming quarterback and one of the best young guys in the league to, hey, this is one of the best quarterbacks in the league. No other, no other titles needed. Just one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Um, but it's going to be tough to do in Kansas City. Um, so, I, I know they got the win earlier in the year. I think they're there, you know, maybe. I mean, I think if you play this game ten times, you, you split it down the middle. I think these are the two best teams in the AFC, and it, and it's going to come down to the winner here. But uh, I, I like, I ultimately like Kansas City to come away the victory again, uh, just maybe because of the fact that they've kind of been there, done that, gotten it done, and, and made it to the Super Bowl in a couple of years, and, and they're back on that roll. And as we always know, Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey. I mean, they've got the weapons to do it, and Patrick Mahomes is amazing. But either way, I think this comes down to the final position this is going to be a a great game and and a great way to round out the playoffs this weekend yeah I I, this is a tough one for me but I I think that looking at the aspect of Josh Allen looking to step up I'm going to go against you on this one I think um, you know we talked about Andy Reid and 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 his legacy and the potential of that I think if he gets this it, it sets him forward to to getting back towards uh, possibly getting into that that mix again uh, to get to the championship the uh, the the championship round to, to hopefully finish it off and 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 that's been their goal since they uh, came up short last year is to get back there again. Um, I just I just for some reason, man, I just think that the Bills feel as if they let one go. I think they felt that they had it, and I, I think they're very hungry, man. I, I just something about me that just feels that they're they're ready to step up to the challenge. I mean, they they've got so much history of just getting you know, getting to the, to the championship game five times in a row and then coming up short, man, just on, I think the luck has been against them. I think it's going to turn the tide and I think the time is now. And so I'm going to, I'm going to predict the bills to pull this one out in Kansas city. I think this is going to be one that um, is, is going to be a memorable one. And so I look forward to watching this one at four 30 on CBS to round out the evening on Sunday. So 
I think that covers it, man. I mean, there's really not much else to talk about. I mean, there's like we said, there's some great just matchups. There's some great stories. I mean, it's a lot. I mean, I think the ratings have been shooting through the roof because of the way that the teams have been performing and playing and and just so many eyes have been on it and, and been excited about it. It's been so much turmoil and trouble and issues and problems and then you know the changing of the covid policies and i mean it's just been so much and it's been good to see this come to a culmination of some great football at the end of the of the season and so this divisional round i think is going to be an excellent one coming back we'll have my close friend ryan gerardo from cerebro sports Uh, i had an opportunity to work with the organization prior to the name before it changed from e-play to cerebro wonderful information that we will be given and be asking with regards to the recruiting processes and how they can do it better at the universities and not just universities, how they can expand it to look into other areas and not just in basketball. So I think this is going to be a wonderful conversation with Ryan Gerardo B and stay with us when we come back after this right here on the block with Strickenbach. Bach.